Good day, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time it is for you. Today, me and Q are going to talk about two topics. One is, can men and women be friends without it leading to something further? And the other topic is Katanji Brown Jackson. Unfortunately, in the beginning of the episode, we had a few technical errors. One was me hitting the button. So bear with us and we're going to jump right in the middle. Thank you for tuning in. Cue the intro. every woman you have a conversation with, you want to be in a relationship with them. You know what I mean? Why do people think that way? Right. If you're in a relationship with somebody, don't you trust them? Exactly. Because if not, then what are you doing in a relationship? Right. You trust them. You want to be with them for the rest of your life. You're hoping that it builds to something more. And then all of a sudden, uh, they show you what are their high school friends and it's Ted again. <laughs> Ted is the <laughs> high school friend. And then all of a sudden, you're willing to just throw that all away because Ted, her and Ted was friends since high school? That's just dumb. And like I said, I grew up with that old school mentality. If she leave, and she was never mine to begin with. She was always waiting for somebody else to come along and mm-hmm. make her exit on out the door. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's just dumb. <laughs> so, but too, in this other part, um, like if you are, Say, for instance, me and my husband, and um, I have a guy friend at work. He knows about the guys that I talk to. I, right. It's not like, like, don't make it a thing where you're trying to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, kind of keeping it from your, your other partner. Like, it's secretive, you know, <laughs> nefarious. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, don't make it nefarious. Just be always out and open about it right whenever you make it uh secretive or anything like that you're you're looking for a trouble mm-hmm. if, if you're that type of if you're in a relationship with that type of person that you're afraid to go and talk to and tell something like that to you don't need to be in a relationship with them because right. y'all don't communicate on that level mm-hmm. I, I think right. you need to really look at the relationship as a whole i mean i'm sorry in this day and age if you're attracted to a person it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to do something with that person. It just means mm-hmm. that that's a person that you see. That's it. Or you're attracted to the other sex or vice versa. That's just a person that you see. That's your friend. That's who you communicate with. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's something there. Because mm-hmm. that would make everybody in the world that's living and breathing whores. And I don't think everybody <laughs> is whores. So, <laughs> I mean, you, you always assume things about people and you shouldn't really that's just unfair and that's unfair to anybody that's thinking that mentality because you're putting undue stress on yourself Mm -hmm. so yeah men and women can definitely be friends without it leading to something more um Mm -hmm. i think it's a very old topic and i think it's kind of boring that even you should have to have that conversation like hey this is you know this is my female friend so-and-so or this is my male friend so-and-so and then the other party looks around like, okay, well, what does that mean? 
mm-hmm. friends. That's what that means. Like, it's nothing. Right. You can't force a horse to drink water now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And speaking of horses that need to drink some water. Uh-oh. <laughs> that damn Ted Cruz. Oh, God. Please do not. You know what? I I can't. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to segue into the next topic. But first, <laughs> I, I got to talk about Ted. Or what I like to call him, Teddy. Mm-hmm. Teddy likes children's books. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Teddy, he was bedtime ready. Teddy mm-hmm. needed a nap. He really did. And it was so bad that people in his party took shots at him. And he sat there and looked around like he was clueless that they was actually taking shots at him. Mm-hmm. Teddy, cut it out, Teddy. You you try to political or do this political grandstand thing like you're Trump. You're not mm-hmm. Trump. You've been in politics for a while. And now you're trying mm-hmm. to just change over to this loony that says off the wall stuff or says what he feels type stuff. Right. Like, dude, that was never you. Stop. We can see that it's fake. And what you tried to do to... uh Katanji. Yes. What you tried to do to Katanji was just wrong. It was wrong. It was sexist. It was racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, your bigot ears were showing. Mm-hmm. It was just undeniably the most nastiest thing. Like, what was you trying to make up for your homeboy crying up there a few years back? I was about... <laughs> they showed the pictures of her being calm under pressure and him snotting from the nose. <laughs> Like, oh my I God. did not do anything wrong. Was no. you trying to get that in? Because listen, let me let me tell you something, Teddy, about black women. <laughs> now, and I'm going to give you a small example, Teddy. You got three types of black woman responses. The first response is a uh, hmm, okay. <laughs> that means you work in my last nerve. <laughs> the second response is a look. Mm-hmm. That look means that oh, you don't work my last nerve. Now you really about to push the button and I'm about to say something. The last one is, oh, okay, okay. Or they deflect and try to go to another subject because that means that they are at the point where they can come up there and rip your head off. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for you, Teddy, you just got to the look. <laughs> you yeah. just got to the look, Teddy. And and I seen the look on her face and I said, boy, she got some serious <laughs> constraints. Because she gave him the look about four times. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, even her husband was in the background, like, looking like, what? what is this? <laughs> it was childish. It was It was too much. It was like, what are, what are you even trying to get at here? Ask the question. Let her respond. And if you do not like the response, ask a different question to clarify how hard would that have been? Yeah. I think is more about grandstanding and making the statement now um, mm-hmm. for them instead of the actual politics of things. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to be like Trump. Oh, you seen how Trump got elected? This right. is how we're going to get reelected. So we got to do as Trump does. Mm-hmm. One politician just recently got dropped by Trump. I can't think of his name, but he was a longtime Republican. And basically Trump don't called him soft and on distant now. Mm-hmm. Remember, he did the same thing to John McCain. Mm-hmm. So anybody that turns against him is automatically the bad guy. And so now everybody tries to play that same role as Trump so they can protect their interests in getting reelected or staying in power. But don't mm-hmm. sit up there and show us how badly we are as American citizens. You get what I'm right. saying? <laughs> yeah. 
And, and the sad part is you did this on a big stage. So you showed the whole entire world while we're talking about Putin and all his bad stuff. You're on this other end showing the world just how racist and sexist and bigot this whole country is. Mm-hmm. Do we not see the con? Is it a contrast there? I, I don't see a contrast. I see a similarity. I mean, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I don't have any respect for him after he. First of all, when he let old boy talk about his wife and his dad, and he ain't said nothing. Not their word. And he let Tucker Carlson punk him on national TV. Like, I, that's when I really lost any inkling of respect. I'm like, you let Tucker Carlson call you out? Like, really? You let Lil Tuck Tuck call you out. <laughs> Boy, bye. <laughs> you let Lil Tuck Tuck call you out. Wow. Teddy and Tuck Tuck. Like, yeah. So, anyway, if the American people started making politicians do what they're supposed to do, like they work for us, a lot of these people would fight harder for their jobs. Like, do the actual job they get paid to do. Well, the the issue is it's the packs. It's the mm-hmm. money that they're getting in from like big tobacco, um, energy, right. all these different industries. It's the money that they're getting in. So they got to wiggle this, how to get their stuff in too. It shouldn't be like that. And I think we get into a point where politicians aren't politicians no more. So let's start moving them out the way. Mm-hmm. And start bringing in real American citizens and putting them in them chairs and actually have them, you know, those people that actually work those nine to five jobs and not got mm-hmm. to a seat of power by lying or making things up as they go along to fit a narrative that's just completely dumb. I mean, why mm-hmm. why do we only have two political parties in the country that dominate? You know, that tells you. You know, it's it's money involved with this. You know, they may not be getting the money in their pocket, but somehow they're getting that money. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, you can you can create a nonprofit real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. You create a nonprofit organization real quick and get some bread. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to Katanji. Mm-hmm. That woman, <laughs> I think Cory Booker, what he said. You know, it made my eyes water. It made my skin warm up. It made me smile because she had to endure all that just so she can get a seat at the table for us. Mm-hmm. She know what the stakes are. We all know what the stakes are. We're we're looking at her face and seeing our face in that particular place. And I'm sorry for rhyme, but if my <laughs> face was in that place, I would have tore that place up. Because first thing I would have said was, as I look around this room. And hear you speak to me in this manner. I see nothing but white people in this room. Mm-hmm. Nothing but. When C-SPAN zoomed the camera out, I seen one black person and that was her. Mm. The rest of the room, and I'm not including her husband. He has nothing to mm-hmm. do with this. But the rest of that room was nothing but white people. Mm. So can you imagine the feelings that she felt as this dude was asking her about a damn children's book? <laughs> I don't. I don't get how... Or why they trying to push this narrative like she was something so something so evil, just careless with her job when she was basically and is basically overqualified for the job. Mm-hmm. She's on paper. She's overqualified yeah. for the job. Well, because, you know, when anytime we go to apply for something, especially at that level, we have to pretty much be the cream of the crop because you can't get no regular like they like they made such a big deal of making it such a big deal about. 
a black woman supposedly taking a seat from a possible man when they rushed to confirm Amy Coleman, Amy, whatever her name is. And this, she don't even have an inkling of the credentials of Katanji Jackson. No, I don't think she was even the judge long enough. Exactly. So I'm not understanding what is the big deal. Like, we always have to be like top echelon, top show. We can't be no great value or nothing like that. We got to be the brand. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then we still get questioned. Yeah, we got to be like Joe Banana or something like that. Like, it's just crazy. Like, why do we have to always be the top shelf of the top? Why can't we just get on there, get into those doors under our own merit? It's sad that. You have some black people in this country that look at her because she has a white husband with a certain distaste. I don't see see what that problem problem is. is. You know, I think it's rather dumb and I think it's really narrow minded because at the end of the day, she still is a black person vying for a job in America, which we all know. Soon as you come walking through that door. Oh, Kenneth, you're Kenneth. Yes, I'm Kenneth. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? (laughs) what 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 did that all mean just now because you talked to me on the phone or you didn't pick up Mm -hmm. that i was black over the phone oh okay yeah especially because your name is not very um it's not very black sir (laughs) so people usually when they see our names they're like okay washington jackson yeah these are black people yeah but as soon as they see a williams (laughs) there it's like could be white. Could be. <laughs> Possible. And this is just me talking about me. Even with my qualifications, sometimes I get these random calls from these companies about jobs that's way under everything I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they'll send me emails like, hey, we got your, uh, we've read your resume and we think that you would be a perfect fit for this role. And I look down at the pay scale and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like not even, sir. Ma'am. Did you no. <laughs> did you not read regional manager on that resume? <laughs> that means I go from place to place and control the whole entire region. But with her, I mean, she she busts her tail. She did it. She did an excellent job as a judge. Most of them don't even know law for them to question her in the manner mm-hmm. of the job that she did. And and America just being fine with that. That goes to show that qualifications are based on skin color yeah 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 qualifications are based on skin color let me just let that sink in because for every time somebody says we don't need affirmative action please believe that most of the people that qualify or get any benefit from affirmative action are white women they are the the top group that benefit from affirmative action and there would be no need for affirmative action if Things were equitable and equal across the board. They're right. not. Same way with welfare. I think it's all black people getting welfare. Come to find mm-hmm. out the most people that's getting welfare is the underprivileged white people. It just goes to show that no matter how far we think we've come, you know, the country has a way yes. of rubbing into your face how far we have not. And I right. think this whole thing with her, her whole confirmation hearing has been... That moment where you take the puppy's face and you rub it in the pee and you pop him on the butt with the newspaper and say, <laughs> look what you did. <laughs> look what you did. <laughs> and might even say, don't do it again. Because <laughs> in, a, in a sense, the way that they did that, 
it's the same way that they used to do buck breaking back during slavery. Mm-hmm. When the man tried to run away or he tried to rebel, they would basically strap him down and rape him, a man, mm-hmm. and make the whole village watch mm-hmm. in order to intimidate them from ever wanting to run away again. Right. And the way they did her was like, they're stupid. They would try to do anything to undermine me as a black person trying to get into a, a seat of power there. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's also to Clarence Carter. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, not Clarence Carter. <laughs> what is his name? Clarence Thomas. <laughs> yeah, Clarence. Clarence Carter is the one that's saying stroking. We There's also okay. to Clarence Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Just okay. Yes. Now here we go. Mm-hmm. He's a black man mm-hmm. with a, a a white significant other, mm-hmm. but he he got into the door during the whole uh, Anita Hill thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And nobody nobody fought for her except for who? Joe Biden. Right. You see, yeah. you see how this is all coming around. Yeah, full circle. Full circle. But see, that's just we need to do a show about that, though. Talk about ye old double standard when it comes to men and women. This is part of it, but this is not going to be the. This is the full scope of it. Oh, I'm definitely going <laughs> to do it. I definitely want to do it, and I'm going to add probably some more women to this conversation because I mean they need to hear from y'all. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about just more black women. I want more women in general. From all walks of life. Yeah. This way it can be an understanding across the board. It's like, hey, this is what we view from this viewpoint. Mm-hmm. But this uh, double standard and the 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 duality of Joe Biden being on both sides is, <laughs> is just crazy when you think about it. Like, did he do that because he knew it would be a trigger reaction? Mm. And then Clarence Justice Thomas <laughs> not Carter um, <laughs> but hey he thought he was out there stroking it too so but uh, <laughs> but you know his wife is now having some issues about the text messages and emails that she sent out because when she married him she said she'll always be a, a solid Republican a hardcore Republican mm-hmm. and he was fine with being married to a Republican mm-hmm. but as his career grew that allowed her to get into positions and in political areas that she wasn't privy to before mm-hmm. so when you got access to the chief of staff mm. as a justice wife mm-hmm. and you send messages and stuff like that about the insurrection Saying that you should, the chief of staff and, and, and Trump should fight. And then all of a sudden this insurrection happens. Shouldn't you be somewhat accountable? Somewhat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's not your, your, your place of business. Mm-hmm. You know who your husband is. Leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. It's only but so far you should go to kind of not mess up nobody's job. Like I wouldn't show up to my wife's job, be all in the background of her Zoom meetings. With my shirt off and stuff like that. No, it's not a good thing. Mm. So she shouldn't have been sending out messages and stuff like that. And just sticking to the way that the laws of the land work. Um, Because mm-hmm. your husband is a justice. Right. But it's all over now. Katanji in. Well, we're hoping because, you know, we have 
It's 50-50. Kata- on our side. Oh, okay. You think so? I'm, I'm hoping. I'm crossing my fingers for her. Sending positive vibes into the universe. But we have two Democrats on the Senate that ain't really Democrats. They just be doing, I call them wild cards. They just be all over the place. And you don't know which way they're going to lean, to the left or to the right. So, anyway, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens when she don't get in. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't vote for her? You didn't? Word? I right. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy, I tell you. You know what? I think at this point, if they don't let her in, Mm -hmm. and all that, what I just said was a joke. Like, I'm not threatening anybody. And I'm not calling for anything to be done. That was all just a joke. But if they don't let her in, the worst is yet to come for this country. Because now, like I said, the puppy already sniffed the pee. Mm -hmm. I mean, what more or what else does it take to prove to everybody that the things in America are still broken for people of color. Mm-hmm. This will show it. So if she doesn't get in and she's way overqualified for it, but yet you let broke back Sandra Bullock in. <laughs> and not let Katanji in with her qualifications and she's way overqualified, then something is really wrong with this picture. Right. And we better watch out. Because if she don't get in, that tells us what's going to happen next. The next president mm-hmm. of the United States might very well be Donald Duck. Yeah, I'm kind of sniffing that, too, regardless. Because they really trying hard to get him back in there. Like I said, ye old double standard. Because a black woman running for president could never, you heard me, could never do any of that. Let Barack. <laughs> let Barack had cussed out Michelle or said something bad about Michelle. Yeah. Let Barack say something off the wall like his daughter is so beautiful like if she wasn't his daughter he would sleep with her. Mm. Let Barack had been at Brown University grabbing women's uh, you know what's. Uh-huh. Let Barack had done anything similar to what Daffy Duck <laughs> <laughs> Donald Duck quack quack has done and he would never been president nope so we all know it's a double standard it's just sad that everybody else pretends like it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. but i know it's there you know it's there i mean it gotta be more people like us (laughs) it gotta be and so with that said Mm -hmm. i'm waiting to hear the confirmation and i'll see all you guys next week next week if nobody told you that they love you we do. Yep. And don't forget to go check out the website, ysgpodcast.com, where we got links to everything that you want to know and need about the podcast. Uh, we just started a blog, so check that out as well. If you need links to get the Q's book, it's on the website. Books. She got multiple. Let me correct <laughs> that. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.
I'm Kenneth, and this is your support group. Thanks for tuning in.